Good morning, December 3rd, 2023. You're on with the Zarin Coach. Uh, Sunday, NFL Sunday, but yesterday was Championship Saturday. We had a decent day. We were pretty. Uh, we were pretty good yesterday. Yeah, I I sometimes have a chance to listen to our podcast before the next one. Just made just kind of in my mind. Some sometimes I think I say things and I don't, or vice versa. And Man, if you have a chance to listen to it, if you didn't listen to it, we were right on. I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but you know, I'll pat you on the back. You, you were, you were, you were right on. That over in the Texas game was was nails, and we talked a lot of, about a lot of things. We disagreed on some, but uh, a lot of winners, a lot of winners. Yeah, and uh, and yesterday uh, the uh, Blackhawks uh, first half over hit again. I mean, that's like money in the bank. You mean Obviously, first period? First period, I'm sorry. I you said know, first half yesterday, by the way. <laughs> you know that that uh, the odds keep going up with that. I think it was minus 145 yesterday. They continue to go up. Uh, and, and as long as that hits, I imagine we're going to still see this uh, similar to that. So uh, any any other thoughts on yesterday? Any uh no, there's no NBA today, uh, but the Bulls game played out exactly how we thought. No Levine, and they win, and Kobe goes nuts. Uh, but they it's don't win the first points, half. Didn't he? Yeah, I don't know what there. it was, but they didn't win the first half, though. They won the first quarter and didn't win the first half, exactly <laughs> like what we thought would happen. The Hawks opponents over hit, or, or a lot of our uh, college hit. Uh, so we're, we're feeling good walking to today. Right. And when I took a look at the NFL today, I, I started my process the same way I do always. And I'm looking at teams right now. Uh, you know, it's been pretty good for us, except for last week, a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, favorites won. But, uh, you know, same process, do the same thing every week. Uh, you're looking at uh, 82%. The Detroit Lions have 82 And I'm just throwing out the top three like I do every week. The Lions got 82% of the handle right now. Uh, Miami Dolphins got 79% of the handle uh, against uh, the Commodore, uh, Washington Commanders. Uh, they're getting plus nine and a half, the Commanders at home. I like this game for, for a couple of reasons. There's a couple of trends. I like home underdogs in that number, plus nine and a half is a big number in the NFL. And it's a bad number uh, for teams trying to cover that. So, and another extra bonus is Washington is going into the, uh, into the bye week teams going into a bye week that are home underdogs do very well uh, before the, before the bye week they do very well in this spot. So I will be placing a little bit on the, uh, on Washington, the plus nine and a half, uh, I like the I like the New York Jets today, and I'll, and I'll give you my reasoning why. Number one, they're a, they're a dog at home, and they got very little uh, public money on them. Uh, I think this is a great setup for the Jets. They got uh, they're a great defensive team. Atlanta, a shaky quarterback. I'm actually going to bet uh, the Jets have a defensive score today as well. I like the Jets in this situation. I think they got some great news and a, and a little bit of a boost this week when Favre. Uh, came, or not Favre, sorry, Rodgers came back uh, to practice. Uh, and I think that that was a little bit of a boost. You can see that he's on his way and he might be back. I just think this is a, this is a good spot for the Jets uh, today at home as a dog, getting very little money placed on him as well. So I like that play. I like that play as well. And my last play today that I'm definitely going to bet is I like the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I'm going with the best coach in the NFL, and I think that Shanahan, I think they make a statement today just like Alabama did yesterday with Nick Saban. Those are my thoughts today on the NFL. 
Nice. Um, I, I wanted to just share a piece of knowledge I picked up. Uh, but before I do, let me put three teams on your radar. My number one team coach is in line with you for a teaser, and that's Jets. Um, what we're looking for is we're looking for a team that has value, which, I mean, I think the Jets are better than their record, although their quarterback situation is abysmal. Um, and you're looking for a low total. It's a little. It's supposed to be a little rainy here or there in uh, <laughs> the Jets uh, stadium. Uh, you can uh, thirty-three is the total right now. So the value of points in that game is huge, and je- the Jets are plus two. If you can add six to them, coach, that's an ideal situation for a teaser. Um, so who'd you, you, who'd it, you tease that with? Um, so I got two games right now, and and the second one I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of share what I was saying. Uh, Tennessee, check Tennessee if you can get them over seven, because you really don't want to play teasers to get to seven. That totals 42, which is not low, but but I mean, not like a 33, but definitely on the lower end. Um, but look for Jacksonville. And, and, and here's here's the thing that I learned over time, and I didn't, uh, I didn't really know it until um, I heard some experts talk on it. So let's say you look at one book and you have Jacksonville minus seven and a half, and it costs a ton to buy them down to seven, right? So you're, you're not going to do that. And another book has nine and a half, and you're sitting there scratching your head saying, why the heck is there a two-point di- difference? Wow, that's terrific. I, I'm getting a bonus. Well, as we said yesterday, there's this this term, dead, dead numbers, right? The numbers eight nine, you know, eight and a half, nine. Those are dead numbers. They don't come up very often. I guess with the advent of the uh, two-point conversion, eight's a little more maybe, but but not really. If you look at the final scores, eight doesn't doesn't land on eight too often, right? Um, teams aren't trying to get to six. Teams aren't on the nine trying to get off the nine to a seven. It just doesn't happen that that often. So what, what teams are trying to do is protect themselves against a teaser. So if you have a number at eight or eight and a half or even seven and a half, even better, if you subtract six from that, you get under the three. Um, so that's a big deal. Whereas if you're at nine and a half and you subtract a, a six, you're over the three. That three is such a key number that what books will do is they will move that line that that theoretically should be an eight maybe or seven and a half or maybe even eight and a half. They move it to nine or nine and a half to make sure you can't win on a three. So that's my third team. But you might have to shop around for this. And I know the the true teaser idea, some books don't even do it anymore because you could buy numbers, right? Um, they just have you buy numbers. And and by the way, they don't give you as good of, of juice in those situations unless you got like some type of um, parlay boost or something that you can you can do. And in that case, do it. Um, but what you want is you want Jacksonville under three somehow. So you got your teaser with the Jets. You want the Jets over seven. Um, right now, if it's two, you could get eight with the, the uh, traditional teaser of six points. You don't want to go six and a half. You don't want to go seven. You start to lose your juice odds, uh, your advantage there. So look for taking the Jets with, and you could you could do all three teams, but I always try to have a top teaser if I can, and Jets is my top teaser. So as long as the Jets win, I could tease it with some other things. Now, I'm pretty fortunate in the sense that I've been doing this so long. You know, back in our early shows, we talked about how how, you know, I've been doing this on some level since I was in high school. Um, 
so I have a lot of different outlets and one of my outlets allows me to do open teasers. Some, some places, some books will allow you to do open teasers, just like open parlays, which means that you could just pick one team now and then later on you could fill it with another team. So what I usually do is I have an ongoing two team teaser. If I don't like two teams in one week, I'll put the one I really like in it and, and play that for larger amount of money. And then later on, I'll have another number one and I'll pair those up and then I'll do some smaller teasers. So for me, um, if I can get Jacksonville under two and a half, my teaser will be uh, New York Jets in Jacksonville. If I can't, well, I probably will do some small teasers and then I will just kind of put that Jets to the side in a bigger teaser to be filled at a later date. Um, but I, beyond that, I don't have a lot of opinions in the NFL. We're getting to that point where you want to see if the cream's going to rise to the top. The Rams do intrigue me, I'll tell you that much, because the Rams have been sneaky this year and they're all of a sudden in the playoff hunt, which no one expected. And they're starting to get healthy at the right time, I believe. And, uh, and they're playing at home against a team they should beat in the Browns. Who's got, who's quarterback? And did I see Flacco's coming back? <laughs> I think, I think that's correct. I mean, think about Aaron Donald rushing Flacco. Uh, how does that play out in your mind? Um, that this, this is, uh, a ridiculous scenario where I don't see a immobile quarterback being able to do anything against the Rams. Um, so so anyway, if, if there's one team, and that's that's not until a little later, that I may put a little hard-earned money on uh, individually. It may be the Rams um, on my own here, uh, but we'll see what the teaser is and all that stuff. I, I just think the Rams win in that game, and... Um, and, uh, you know, beyond that, it's tough for me to, to really say too much. The, these matchups are just a little bit iffy for me. You know, you got you got different things going on that I'm going to wait and see. So that's that's my piece, Coach. And just a little information for our, our listeners. You know, I always give the rundown at the end. Money, money line parlays, these six teams are getting 90% of the money on the money line. Nine, over 90%. And this is according to DraftKings this morning on recent, but Miami is getting uh, in the 90s. They're at 91% of the handle uh, money line. The Lions are at eight. They're just under 90, but they're at 87%. Tampa uh, is at 93% of the handle, and the Chiefs are at 90% of the handle. You know what? The, history has taught us anything. One of these teams is going to lose outright uh, today and uh, screw up the parlays. There's just too much money on, on those sides. So one one of those teams is going to win, and it, that's, that's been pretty consistent, or is going to lose. Sometimes a couple of them out of that group lose, but they got a lot of money today. You're looking at the Miami uh, team, the Detroit Lions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, got a ton, a ton of money on the, on the money line and on the uh, on the spread. Also, the Steelers and Chargers are not far behind in the 80%. Typically, the analytics tell us those teams don't do very well of covering the spread, and a couple of those big money lines uh, have a tendency to lose on Sundays uh, to help the books out. So, just a little bit of numbers information before uh, before you take off on your uh, your Sunday adventures. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just to be mean about it, the the books may wait, let you think you got a six teamer going, let you go all the way till Sunday night, and then uh, Kansas City loses. You know, so so uh, you know they they string you along like that sometimes. So, Coach, I have 
uh, one thing that I want to ask, and I, I think we had a really good conversation yesterday, and I think I understood, you know, in retrospect, what you were getting at with with these playoff teams, because I think our if you listen to our discussion, we're nailed what is going to happen, right? So I, I want to get, I'm going to share with you my final four, and and uh, I want you to share our yours, and then we can go from there. Number one. I think uh, has to be Washington, 12 and 0 team. Uh, they did impressive win over Oregon. Two times they beat them. They they gotta go right. Tough conference, right. everything. Um, number two, I think you gotta t- take Michigan too. Um, y- you know, if you look at the first half numbers, I'll get to this in a second. There's not much difference in Michigan's performance from F- F- Florida State's performance yesterday, to be honest with you, in my in my book, um, other than I think Florida State played a better team. And I think uh, Michigan uh, ended up getting a special teams uh, play that gave them a touchdown. Other than that, I don't, I don't see much difference between those. As a matter of fact, the, the, the stats at halftime, uh, it actually uh, Florida State's defense played better than Michigan's against the, the, the chubby quarterback. Um, so that brings me to Florida State. I don't know how you keep Florida State out, right? I, I agree that on paper, they should not be able to compete with a quarterback, but they should get their number two back, who's better than their number their number three was, um, I believe. You know, I, I think a couple of weeks he got his head dinged, but he's going to be back. And, and that defense is legit. They have a couple playmakers. And I just don't know how you tell a team, hey, you were 12-0, and 0, um, but now, although you're ranked in the top four all year long, now we think that you don't deserve it because your quarterback went down. I, you know, if that was the case, you should have done it two weeks ago when they when the dude got hurt. Um, I just don't see how you take them out. And again, I don't, I don't see them being favored, right? If they play Michigan or or, or Washington, I don't know which one they'll end up playing. Um, th- they should be underdogs. Maybe you can make an argument, you know eight point underdogs, just like they were like Washington was to Oregon, but I don't see how you take Florida state out. So then it comes down to Texas, Bama, Georgia, Ohio state, right? I think Ohio state's got to be out. I, I, I really think that, but you can make an argument if Michigan ended up being one and that was Ohio state's only loss that, that they, that they should be in. I think Texas, it's since they, they, or Alabama beat Georgia. It's hard to take them out, but they lost to Texas. How do you put Alabama in and not Texas? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, so you have you have those games, right? And then and then you still got Georgia. Well, now that Bama beat Georgia, Bama. So my fourth team coach is going to be Texas. I know you don't like that. Um, I love Saban. And if I was going just based on coach and how they're finishing the season, um, I think Texas or uh, Bama on paper had the most, uh, impressive win, but I got to go head to head and I got to take Texas. That's, that's where I'm at with, with that coach. What's, what's your four? I was, I was intrigued about this this morning. So I started to read some of the criteria and what, I don't know if you know this, but they weigh <laughs> one of the heaviest, um, uh, part of the equation is how a team play. So a, a week two is not as important as the end of the season. Do mm-hmm. they have a, a high Washington and Michigan are in, we know that. That's that's a no brainer. Is Alabama in? In my opinion, yeah. They just they just had the best win as far as the equation uh, is is set up. And I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I was trying to get wind of it, but as a team plays through the year and they get better, that weighs heavier to the committee. 
Also, I mean, I don't think the public is going to be too upset if you leave FSU out. FSU, I agree with you, man. And if they have their quarterback, Louisville's not very good. I've been saying this all year. Kentucky wasn't very good. Louisville lost to them. That game last night was horrific to watch. It was three to three. They didn't, FSU did not do anything to help their their cause last night by that performance, nor did they do anything last week, in my opinion, against a really bad Florida team too. So, you know, we'll see what they say. Maybe, maybe it doesn't weigh as much, but I think if you look at that, Alabama is definitely playing better than anybody in the country right now. I think they made a statement yesterday. Uh, but I'm a little biased. I think Bama's in, and I also think Texas is in. I think that's a great Final Four. I think that right there is the four best teams. I'm hoping that's the way it goes. That's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. But but I think I think they leave FSU out, and everybody all week will cry about it and say. But at the end of the day, at the end of the season, they weren't they weren't one of the four best, and that's an easy that's an easy argument to prove. All right, I, my- I, I I I get they haven't lost. I understand that. In order, I, so I want you to go in order too. My order is this. One, Washington. Two, Michigan. Three, Florida State. Four, Bama. What, what's your order? Specifically, Texas. I'm, I'm curious where you put Texas in, in, in relation to the Alabama. I think there'll be three. I think there'll be three and Alabama's four. Okay. And who's one? Uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think Michigan could be number one and then uh, Washington number two. That's, in my opinion, that's the best setup right there. Those yeah. are the top four, in my well, opinion. I, I think right now, if you're going to pick the top four teams that have the best chance to beat each other, I, I, I would agree with you. And I think that's what you were getting at when you said best teams. I just have, I struggle, uh, like I said, with a team that's been in the top four all year long, and all of a sudden you say they're out without lo- winning in their conference championship and lose, and then they're out. I don't, I don't know how. how I, I think it's a farce. If you I, I gotta that. believe, I gotta believe that the ACC is probably rated what fourth or fifth in the in the power ratings. I would. Probably and I don't get. have a pro- And I don't. Right. I don't disagree with you. But I'm, here's what I'm saying: If they're in the top four the entire season, what all is sudden made you say, "Oh, now I think the ACC is bad." Right? If that was the case, then they shouldn't have been in the top five to begin with. And then you should have said, "Look, we know you're undefeated, but we don't believe in you. Your quarterback went down. Sorry, so sad." Too bad you're 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 six, uh, and they should have said that two weeks ago, right? They so. Um, but the last thing I'll leave you with is this: I one of the issues that I have is when people like only look at certain things and not others, right? Some people will say, "Well, you know, look at the way Texas finished this last game." If you're going to say that, you have to say the same against Michigan. Say, "Wow, Michigan looked like dog shit yesterday," because when you say that the game was boring in the Florida State. You just defined what happened in the Michigan game too. Those two games were terrible. My 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 son and I were saying, too bad they didn't put Bama and Georgia on prime time because that was a game. This game, are you or or even Texas? At least Texas, Oklahoma State made it so, sort of a game. You you those two teams. If you look at, go back and look at the halftime stats of 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 the game. You can't tell me that the Florida State game was boring, but then at the the other side say someone can't say Michigan wasn't, right? Um and now you can go, well, well Michigan beat Ohio State. Okay, that may be true, but the way they finished their season was was not. Hey, you don't have to com- convince me and I'm not on the committee at the end of the day it's not going to bother but me. But that wasn't for you, that was for <laughs> listeners. I, oh, I just said right. in general, you 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 got to look at both sides of the coin. Like if sure. if someone says Oh, look at that Florida State dog crap offense. 
I, I would say, go watch the first half of Michigan. Tell me what about Michigan screamed to you great. Because guess what? They don't score a touchdown if they don't get that that huge uh, punt return. Uh, they don't. They they didn't move the ball at all. And then finally, Iowa hey, offense put them in a bad position. We don't have seats on the committee, so at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what we think. No, it does. Uh, to our listeners, they, that's why they tune in. They want to hear what we think. All right. Well, I, I, I think uh, I think we'll find out what Tuesday does they find out, or will we find out later today. Ah, uh, boy, I don't know. That's they better take a couple days on this one. Actually, they shouldn't. They should just do it. Pull a bandaid off and say it. They don't don't stick around and listen to all the talking heads that don't know anything. All right. <clears throat> well, like always, everybody out there, go win the day. Win the day, baby. Right. Oh, Hawks, we said the Hawks over today, right, Coach? I, I almost said uh, Yes. Oh, no, okay. no, we didn't, but Hawks over in the first period. Not okay. the first half, the first period. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Good Win luck, the day. everyone. Later.